0: Yo, what's happening, OS? How's it going, man?
1: Going good, man. Just uh, you know, it's it's Wednesday trying to get into show mode, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh it it is funny, man. You could like be doing something completely different. You could be uh on a completely different wavelength, and then as soon as it's show time, uh I feel like you flip that switch and you're just in show mode. Like that's just how it works. And uh Apologies to all the cats out there, <laughs> like Kramer Three K. Why hasn't the show started? Why hasn't the show started?
1: Why hasn't the show started? Um, I don't know. They missed us, Brian. They're enthusiastic. You've been it, on vacation, bro. How was uh How was Maine?
0: I mean, was Maine. It was Maine. I Maine. Maine Maine was great. Uh, I, I missed Tornado, and when I finally got home to see her, uh, I, I'm not gonna lie. I I kind of cried. I was so happy to see her. It was like this the greatest, uh, you know, end of a love story ever. Uh, we, we were reunited and it felt so good.
1: Oh, I bet it was mutual too, right? Is this the first time you've ever, uh, you've ever left?
0: Yeah. Usually it's usually, I mean, at worst it's like overnight, but it's never been for more than a couple days. And this is is like three full days without each other. And she showed some crazy affection when I got home. Like she did not want to leave my side for, I mean, she still doesn't want to leave my side. She's like next to me constantly. Trauma. (sighs) Yeah, yeah. I I never want to leave her again. And on that note, I think we should start the show since we started at like three minutes late to begin with. Let's do this, Let's Wes. Do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, the number one PlayStation VR podcast in the entire world. We film every single Monday, Super Westness Day, 64, and Friday... guess who's here? uh, And Friday, right here on PSVR Without Parole, 6 p.m. Eastern, live. If you're here and you're watching it live, then thank you so much for joining us. And if you're not watching us live, well, that means you're watching it in one of two ways. You're watching it on YouTube after the fact... (sighs) likely with some sci-fi GameCat henry uh included or you're listening to it on any podcast service of your choice uh uploaded of course by our good friend uh J. meow uh, number one playstation vr podcast my name is brian paul from psvr without parole and to my right he's 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 a stranger thing it's west stranger
1: Dylan. than you i i I, I, up,
0: I bet we could go toe to toe uh and uh and i would be the stranger of the two
1: i don't know man i'm sure i'm sure i would give you a run for your money but you know i've come to realize you know and, and with age comes wisdom that uh we're all weird man everybody's weird and if you're not weird then you're the weird one if that makes sense
0: for sure for sure uh, I'm just I'm just adjusting some stuff here so that when I I switch to you in big mode, you're all lined up. People at home are like, what, what, what? what? Where's the potato? We're lost. We don't know what's going on.
1: You you know who else likes to uh, adjust some stuff when you're in big mode, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to. I I feel
0: like you should have access to a sound effects man. Like bring bring a little virtual strangers get... into here.
1: I've got to get the button, man. Like, I, I have so many ideas. I, I could make this like a morning radio show like that if I had the right equipment. Uh, but apparently you've got to buy like a $300 box to have the button. So uh, Roots can keep it.
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 would, I would pay you $300 to not have the button. <laughs> uh, now let's in the game feline and chat with the $5 tip. Is says the hump day dance is your chance to do the hump. Do the Humpty Hump. Thank you West so much hump to House, Ryan. I mean,
1: people, people are still trying to, to, to settle on what we should call that today or, or this, you know, Wednesday every week, West Day, Westness Day, West Hump Day. You know, I, I say call it whatever makes you feel uh, best. It, it all works for me.
0: I say, yeah, I mean, I, I, lo- I love Westness Day uh, and uh, I, I, love, I love the idea that we're just going to hump the West right out of you i don't i don't think that i don't think that works either i don't good luck <laughs> you can try but you will not succeed okay things are falling and breaking uh, hopefully everyone out there is doing well uh, i'm deaf i feel like i'm still kind of in vacation mode uh, although i will say uh, i got some work done yesterday which was nice i was able to get the uh, the very first episode or the 300th episode really of uh of why we love psvr out for our five dollar patreon supporters Um, I've been promising that for a very, very long time. And, uh, I will say that AJ and I, I was going to say AJ killed it. And then I said AJ and I, and then I was like, well, wait a minute. I can't say that AJ and I killed it because that's just fucking patting yourself on the back. I will say though, it went pretty well. Um, we just kind of fell into the old routine. Uh, even though, you know, as you know, AJ was not the original host of that show. Um, we've gone through many hosts of that show and we're continuing to go through many hosts of that show. Uh, what I'd like to do is get, you know, everybody to be a co-host on that show including wes right here um maybe some of the loyal cats out there who want to talk about you know psvr games and we'll we'll try to you know get at least one of those out every single month along with the monthly amas uh and that's just the very first step in making that five dollar tier on patreon.com slash without pro games worth your five dollars every month obviously we appreciate you guys uh supporting the channel the way you do. Uh if you don't have five dollars to give, we totally understand that. Uh but for three dollars you can get your name on that endlessly scrolling Patreon scroll down below. Um and I get access to our voice chat over on Discord. Don't forget, other than voice chat, Discord is completely free. And you can just click that link in the description below and join us over there. That is where the coolest cats hang out. Wes, uh I know we've got a ton of stuff to talk about today, but get us cut up In the world of virtual strangers what is happening over on your youtube channel what have you been talking about over there
1: uh well last week uh we talked about swordsman vr you know strangely enough and uh you know last week at the very last minute roots called out sick and as you know roots produces the show and we're talking at like midnight 30 here you know zero hour zero uh so we we, yeah, we cobbled a, a show together last week, and we did pretty much all live gameplay. We still covered all three games like we were planning on covering, but we went live from all of them. So Eric sat in the chair on camera, talking to the chat, talking to me while I played. Uh, we did uh, we did Shadowgate. We did uh, Mother Gunship Forge, and we did the Swordsman update before and after. We did them back-to-back so you could see what the uh, the differences were. And uh, we got a giveaway going on. Last call, Game Cats. Uh, we're, we're giving away a Steam copy and a Quest copy. Sorry, they didn't give me any PSVR keys. Uh, but if you want to get in on that goodness, be sure to check out our last Wednesday episode of Strangers in the Night. Leave a comment. Make sure you're subscribed, and we're going to draw two winners later. Uh, beyond that, tonight we're doing Green Hell VR.
0: Whoa. PC version. Hey, uh, uh dude, I had a um I was in the middle of a conversation with like my nephew and I totally like blanked uh and I and I thought I was gonna be able to clarify this before before right now, you know, but I guess interrupting you is an easier way to clarify it. Um the PC version of Green Hell VR is the full version of Green Hell, correct? And then the just the quest version got truncated. Is that how that worked?
1: That is absolutely correct. This okay. is a uh, a one for one port of the flat version. Of course, VR eyes if you will, mm-hmm. um, and in for some in some ways that's a good thing, and in other ways not so much. But I would con- I would call it spoiler alert. The, I would call the PC version probably the superior version, especially if you're a fan of survival games. And if you're not, then why would you be playing this game anyway? Um, but yeah, Green Hill uh, VR PC VR is a, a the full version of the original game translated to VR by Incubo.
0: Excellent, Sean Yarbrough in the chat says, "I miss watching Brian's twelve hour Skyrim marathon years ago." Um, dude, we've got so many amazing games coming up. Uh, you know, soon enough, uh, you know, even if we have to wait for PSVR two for those amazing games, there's gonna be so many amazing games. Uh, and and anytime we get like an amazingly, uh, you know, epic release like Skyrim, uh, the, you certainly have not seen the end of without Pearl twelve hour streams. Not a chance in hell. We're gonna, we're gonna be doing some epic live streams for sure.
1: We should do uh on launch we should do forty eight hours uh relay <laughs> relay marathon where we pass the baton one to another and and just assuming we have the launch catalog to do something like that but i am assuming that we will
0: yeah, I'm assuming we will too good stuff man good stuff all right are are we ready to uh we ready to dive into the show today man
1: I am more than ready, sir.
0: Nice, we're going to talk a little bit about sync we're going to talk about um, some VR movies, and of course, as you saw in the title, we're going to talk about Shadowgate VR, plus some PSVR games that are on sale. But first kicking it over to Viewer Takeover Dice. Don't forget that you can always leave us a Viewer Takeover question. Uh, The easiest way to do so is just going over to our Discord, click the link in the description, going to the uh, Viewer Takeover channel and leaving your question there. You can always do it in the chat here, uh, but you never guarantee that we're going to see it as it goes by. Um, Just keep in mind, if you want to leave a question for Viewer Takeover, that is the place where we're going to see it. First and foremost, like Josh did, Josh76 writes, hashtag Viewer Takeover. Uh, What will constitute... A next-gen VR game, does it only come down to graphics? Such a loaded question. Wes, what do you think when you Uh, hear this question?
1: No, next question. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, No, it will not only come down to graphics. And, and, you know, I think that this kind of graphics-first mentality has been kind of the hardest thing to, to get people to shake. Uh, as we've moved from traditional gaming into into vr gaming because you know at the time that consumer vr became a thing really 99 percent of the advancement in video games generation over generation has been graphical so when you start you know immersive gaming as i like to call it uh, there's so many other factors that play in and it's hard to explain that especially to people who have never tried it before Um, so while graphics certainly are a factor and still a big factor, uh, as VR kind of tries to catch up and and close the gap with traditional gaming, uh, there are many other things at play. And I would say that we already have a couple of different generations of VR games and most VR games in the catalog still qualify as gen one. Uh, but I say, I would say a telltale, um, thing uh with what i would consider gen 2 games the, the most important or the most um i don't know it's the physics right it's it, games like um games like boneworks games like uh, the walking dead saints and sinners they show or green hill is another good example of this uh, your hands aren't passing through things when you hit items in into one another they make mm-hmm. a sound instead of passing through it things have weight now uh, i would say call that the most um the the most i'm sorry I, my my vocabulary sucks today uh, i would consider that something that that's present in most of what i would consider today's next gen titles and as we move into you know the next gen once again the true next gen i would say that all of the uh the new features that we're going to be seeing on the hardware will probably uh define what makes those games next gen
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I 100% agree that there is so much more that goes into this than graphics, but I I don't want to undersell how important it is for graphics, right? And I think you agree with this. You just, you know, wanted to focus on a few other things as far as this answer went. PSVR 1 was all over the place graphics-wise. Some games looked like a PS2 game. Some, you know, looked much, much better than that. Um, But I think when it comes to VR... Uh, the number one thing you're concerned about is immersion, and so you say, "How do we make these games more immersive?" And the first thing, like this most simple answer, is, "Well, they just need to look better." And that, that's everything from resolution, just like the the screen resolution, to the resolution of the textures, to you know lighting and all that stuff, and what's capable of. And luckily, PlayStation Five is going to make that possible. Uh, eye tracking, to my foveated rendering is going to make that possible. So going to be able to have like these crazier special effects, and where it's like. Everything's going to look more realistic, and you know, for even games that aren't striving for realism, uh, sirens on my end. Uh, we're going to see uh, it's just it's, everything's just going to look a lot clearer, and, uh, and and the developers will be able to get their artistic vision across better. Now, the other part of immersion for me is making things. It's less about physics for me personally, and more about things being VRAF. And as developers have kind of you know treaded through the first generation of vr games we've seen everything from just looking at something and tapping the x button uh you know like on resident evil 7 uh, just you know it wasn't terribly immersive as far as you know from a from a control standpoint uh, even if the graphics were pretty amazing and you were convinced that you were there um you know then something like shadow legend comes along and you're like well this isn't like the best game in the world but holy crap you know like I, when i pay for something i actually place money on the counter and i pick the pick the items up off the counter and uh, and you know when you're sharpening your blade, you actually put it on the grindstone and, and like turn the wheel. You do, you do everything. So everything's VRAF. And so I think I think developers being able to utilize those things better, uh, along with the graphics, are going to really differentiate Gen One from Gen Two. And I've got one yeah. more to add to this, but I, I, I'm I feel like I've already been going for like 20 minutes here, so I want to let funny. you interject, Wes.
1: No, I was just going to say uh, I agree with you for the most part, um, but it will vary from from game to game, from genre to genre. You know, you know, physics and realistic um, interactions, you know, will mean more to some games than they do to others. And, you know, I, I think that it, especially before we get there, it's going to be kind of hard for us to speculate and define what really will constitute an next-gen game, and I imagine it's going to be – uh, a list of different things for different games uh yeah. but you'll know it you'll know it when you feel it right you'll know it when you're in there you'll know
0: you'll know it when you're in there uh and I, and I and i wonder and i wonder if this is the generation that uh that vr games sort of end up on some sort of parody with flat screen games or if we're still a little bit of ways from that um you know it's when you look at games, like especially first-party Sony games, you look at The Last of Us, you look at God of War, you look at Spider Man. Um, no matter how great the game, the VR games are that we've gotten, very, very few, if any, can really uh, sort of go toe to toe with any of those flat screen games. Uh, and that, you know, and that goes down to the content in like the open worlds and, and so many things. <sighs> so, I, I wonder if if this is the generation that brings us uh, the parody that we're looking for. Um, and, and with hybrid games, you know, being such a focus—or reportedly such a focus—I'm really hoping that this is this is it. Like like RyPop says in the uh, in the chat, he says game length, no long tech demos, full fledged games, um, and that's what I'm really hoping that we see.
1: That that would be uh, that would be great, man. If we could get something in terms of duration that's more on par with what we see in traditional games, I do think in terms of graphics we will close the gap. Probably most of the way in the best case scenarios, you know, in the first party or even second party, you know, you know, Sony funded titles. Um, But we'll know we're going to know with the uh, with the launch of PlayStation VR, two because console uh, gaming has always been focused on uh, optimization, getting the most out of the hardware and really pushing the boundaries of what's possible uh, in terms of specs to quality ratio, right? So um, while it's true that like you know PC gaming uh, will probably in pretty short order pull ahead in terms of pure hardware specs, right? The yeah. end result is probably going to going to uh, it's probably still going to take a, quite a while for them to catch up, just based on on what. Uh, sony's going to be able to get out of their hardware and of course sony's partners and, and people in the loop so uh yeah i think i think within a year we're going to have a very clear idea and while we might not have all of the fully realized next gen titles at that point we'll have a lot better idea from what we've played at launch as to where it's going and and what the high watermark's actually going to be
0: agreed so, a few a few answers for you, Josh, um, and also a few questions uh, to add to your question. I, the wait and see approach, man, is the only one we've got. We just have to wait. Um, luckily, you know, some good stuff is happening over on PC VR, uh, as VR Demon has mentioned in chat. That actually Green Hell uh, is a good indication as to where things are headed. Headed. Uh, so, looks like things are Dan headed Kee- in the right direction.
1: Dan Kiefer makes a very good point. Realistic eye contact is going to be. Uh... It'll be a nice touch, right? Have to be able to connect with characters on that level for the first time, and each other in multiplayer scenarios. Do,
0: do, do, do you think I'll, do, when they make eye contact with me, it'll make me actually feel bad about touching VR NPCs inappropriately?
1: <laughs> Maybe. Probably not. So. though.
0: I don't think so. Uh, we've got genetic blasphemy. The abbreviated dreams cat with a five-dollar tip. Says this gen. Graphical and game-length parody. Next-gen, VR surpasses flat in every way. Welcome back, BP. Hi, Wes. Uh, (laughs) Dude, I hope you're right, man. I hope you're right. It was was definitely a question that's been floating around in my mind for a little bit. Uh, When will VR overtake um, flat-screen gaming as the preferred way to play? Uh, For a lot of us, it already has. And uh, you got to wonder how long it'll take the rest of the world to to catch. You know, when I say catch on, uh, I mean at least catch on to see how cool VR is, whether whether it becomes their preferred way to play or just another way that they play games. Uh, it The difference between uh, us, Wes, and the rest of the world is kind of staggering, right? We're like, we were blown away from day one, and we just sort of, I, I just, I'm, I've always been shocked that other people haven't been nearly as blown away as we were. Like, what what was the difference there? How did how did we end up in these two radically different situations? Why are some people so critical of VR, you know, especially Gen 1 VR? Um, and so I, so I don't know for those people what it's going to take to get them on board because I don't know what they didn't like to begin with, right? Like, how, how this just didn't work for you. I was like, how? How did it work for you? This is amazing. I love it.
1: Well, so. most of them, let's be honest, most of them didn't try it. Most of them, and the, and a lot of the ones that did and rejected it, yeah they they had rejected it in their mind before they even put it on. you know people don't like change, uh but it's going to become undeniable at a point as the the games get better and better, and the form factor of the hardware shrinks and becomes more seamless to use, more affordable and so on um, more and more people are going to come over to uh to our side and you know I don't think we'll ever completely replace traditional gaming, but I, I do think we're going to reach a point probably a little further off in the future where flat panel screens just in general start to become antiquated technology. And, uh, at that point, then, you know, we'll be in a different world. So.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Playing, playing stuff on a flat screen right now, it just boggles my mind, man. I'm just like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I think, you know what? So I was, I was trying to watch a documentary. We were going way off topic, but you know, welcome to, welcome to Wednesdays. Um, I was trying to walk, watch a documentary, or I was trying to watch the John Wayne Gacy uh, documentary on Netflix. I've been trying so hard, and, and for whatever reason, I love documentaries. I love documentaries about serial killers. The whole story is is fascinating to me because I didn't know everything about John Wayne Gacy. But every five minutes, I find myself picking up my phone and just being totally distracted by nothing important on my phone. And I and I really do think, as somebody who suffers uh, from you know from ADD, I wonder like VR. I think just sort of separates me from the real world just enough to keep me focused at the t- on the task at hand. Uh, where And that's just not something I've got outside of VR. And so I think that's all part of the reason why flat-screen gaming just isn't as interesting to me anymore. Like, I literally have to turn my phone off to focus on a documentary. Um, so playing a game that actually requires some uh, some focus is, is a little bit tough.
1: Well, uh, I think we kind of benefit from the fact that if we wanted to, like it's still a struggle if I'm in VR and I hear my phone go off or I hear discord go blink. Like it's difficult not to take the headset off and see what, what it is. Yeah. Uh, But I don't because it's a bit cumbersome and and a little bit bit of trouble to take all that off. So I wonder if we're still going to kind of have that effect when the headsets go on and off very easily and you can seamlessly move in and out of VR. Uh, or you know better yet you know what actually is going to happen is all the stuff that's on your phone is going to eventually end up inside the headset anyway and <laughs> it's true it's going to be just true. the same thing right
0: yeah i mean and i mean i but not having to take my yeah you're absolutely right i'm we're, we're screwed um Brax says maybe it was just a bad documentary it's I, I mean it's so far it's really really good um you know when i'm paying attention to it so yeah what Ian Stanbridge says, but what if it's a documentary about VR? Perfect. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I want to watch that in the headset, in big screen. Um, all right, man, we should probably move along to our very first story 28 minutes into the show, of course. Uh, and that comes to us... Uh, th- the, the first, actually, this uh, this, this, this story is a little bit outdated, to be honest with you guys. Uh, this, this was talked about last month, I think, over on Upload VR. Um, somehow it could pass me, and so I figured for anybody who hasn't been paying attention uh, outside of the Without Parole little bubble that we live in, uh, we want to talk a little bit about what could what Coatsync's potential PSVR 2 launch title could be. That's... Pff, sorry, Tornado. Um... That's that's something that they stated publicly. That they said they had a PSVR two launch title in the works, uh, and everyone said, "Well, what is what is Sync done?" And really, the game that they are known for right now is Jurassic Park on Quest. Now, let's start there. Wes, are you familiar with the Jurassic Park game on Quest?
1: Uh, I am. It it actually has two installments now. There was a sequel released uh last year which was more of a uh continuation i guess than a sequel a second chapter but you do buy it separately and it costs the same as the original game if i'm not mistaken so uh they're treating it like a sequel uh but yeah i have the first one and have played through about 75 percent of it
0: do you have uh thoughts as far as the quality of the game
1: uh it's cool man they they um they went through a lot of trouble to make it, um, you know, accurate to the movie universe. Uh, There are characters that you'll recognize. There are voice actors that you recognize. In in fact, I think Jeff Goldblum may even lend his voice to the, uh, the second one Hmm. in some capacity. So um, it's a good bit of storytelling. It is a average to slightly above average uh, stealth horror title. Um, In, of course, 100% shell shaded, uh, shell shaded world that you're in. So, uh, it, it's okay, man. It, it's decent. It's good. Uh, good, not great. I would call it.
0: Okay. I, I feel like good, not great might be the theme of today's show. Um, we'll get back to that in a minute. Um, so yeah, so when, I, I think when people saw that Code sync was making a PSVR 2 launch game, that the first thing everybody thought was, Oh, we're we getting that quest game the Jurassic Park game uh, and my thought was sort of like god I kind of hope not right like I don't mind quest games being ported over to PSVR 2 obviously I think the more games the merrier uh, and especially like you know to w- one less game for people to say well I might need to pick up a quest because I really want to play this Jurassic Park game yeah get it all over here um, but I was kind of hoping for something new something different a new IP or or just like a new venture something that would really uh, kind of get those kind of get the hype train rolling um, and not just be a port. So a little bit interesting, uh, that here, I'm going to bring up the article right here. This is, do, 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 uh, this is an interim report from Thunderful. Now Thunderful is the, uh, the parent company, I believe of Coatsync. And this interim report, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to bring it up. It's, it's, it's long. Uh, And we have to get where we need to go. We need to get to the 11th page of this thing. Uh, Where where are we? Here we go. Oh, crap. I was hoping this thing would be bigger on my screen. Uh, But hopefully you guys can see this. There's a bunch of different games uh, that are listed here. Uh, Basically, announced releases. It's saying announced releases of internally developed Thunderful Games. Uh, and hopefully I'm looking at the right one. You can see Jaffa, a Jurassic Park uh, IP game, uh, which, again, developed by CodeSync, uh, and it looks like it could very well be making it to consoles, VR, the whole thing. Uh, but the real thing that, that piques our interest here is a little further down on that same list is a game that's codenamed Date. Now, this one is not coming out till 2023, and it says it's a VR co-op survival game. Uh, and the only one of these boxes that's checked over on the right is VR. Uh, what is What does this tell us? Uh, I, I know that you've talked about this prior, Wes, and I don't know if you were able to dig up any more uh, dirt or any more details about this than than, than what this interim report tells us.
1: Yeah, uh, no. I have no idea yep. what this means. I find it interesting uh, that it is not uh, listed as a PC or console game. uh yep. I, so I wouldn't, I, you know, 2023, obviously it lines up with the date we would expect, uh, you know, as your, your sources are telling us that that's when PSVR 2 is coming. Um, but as you've noted before, many developers are still kind of in the dark about when PSVR 2 is coming, and a lot of them thought it was coming this year. So I don't think necessarily that that one is a lock Uh, I would look back up at the Jurassic World IP game and note that it is listed for console, which is not the case right now. Right right now, it's only on Quest. So that means that this Jurassic World VR game that's coming is also coming to a console. And as you know, there's only one console that supports VR, Brian. So uh, I think I put my money on that one.
0: Do you think this could be a hybrid game as well, right? If it's coming to console, uh, coming to console and VR, uh, we could we could certainly be looking at say you know the Xbox Series X gets it, but it's just the flat screen version. PlayStation Five players get it, you know, flat screen, but you can also play it on PlayStation VR too. So th- I think there are a lot of options here. Um, I'm 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 very curious to see what this means, Ben, uh, and uh, and I, and I think I'm, more than anything, I'm curious about uh, what the title means. Uh, or, or what the code name for this game. Uh, right. I, I don't. I don't. I <laughs> I can't think of anything. Obviously, the first thing that comes to mind when you hear date, you're like, oh, dating sim? And it's like, well, that's not what we want, right? I mean, maybe there's some people out there who are like, man, I really want a dating sim on PSVR too, but I don't think that's what a majority of people were looking for, and I don't think that's what they're doing. Uh, so I'm very curious to know what the code name date is referencing. Um, but... I mean, CodeSync is sort of all over the place. I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm look, I'm looking over here. I think they make quality games, uh, but uh, I do
1: have, I do have a little bit of potential insight as to what date could mean. Oh, I just oh. realized it. Yeah, looking down the, looking down the list, the complete list, top to bottom on the page, you'll recognize that many of the code names are. Food related and ingredient related, and some of them uh, happen to be nuts, like cashews or coconut, hazelnut. Mm. Dates are also nuts, by. So, or no, the dates are fruits, aren't they? Or yeah. are they nuts? I don't even know what a date is. Well, it's a it's fruit a, with a big seed in the middle. It's right? certainly
0: a food. So maybe, maybe it means maybe it means absolutely nothing, right? They're just using right. these using food terms. So. We got nothing. We can't extrapolate any information from this. Uh, but again, you know, CodeSync is, like I said, sort of been all over the place. Um, were they, the, were they the developers of Shadow Point? Does that sound right?
1: Uh, I think so. I, I can't swear spot. to that one. I know. Um, yeah, I, I think Code Sync, the developer, Thunderful. I'm not sure it's Thunderful, uh, was listed as the publisher, but obviously they're the parent company. Uh, when I think of Thunderful, I also think. Of uh, what Ghost Giant didn't Thunderful put Ghost Giant out as well?
0: They did, they did. Yeah, yeah I just looked it up. Uh, so Shadow Point was developed by Coatsync. Um, so I mean, I, I, this this would be interesting to see if uh, if they take a step forward along with VR because I do think that they are very much a product. Sync seems like one of those developers that's the product of the, their times. Uh, I don't I don't see this as them pushing the medium forward. I see them exp- having the medium at their disposal. And then just sort of doing what's what's very much expected uh, of that medium. I didn't play Jurassic Park, but I do feel that way about Shadow Point, and uh, and so I, so I don't know. I'm not not terribly excited, um, but hopefully, whatever their reveal trailer is, whenever that happens, will will change my perspective on that. Time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, while well, I get this next. New story set up. Got to ask you a question. And the question actually comes to us from Pepe Okajima over on Viewer Takeover, the Viewer Takeover channel on our Discord. He says, will we be able to charge both orb controllers, both sense controllers at the same time?
1: (laughs) A lot of speculation
0: involved in this.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, Yeah, I mean, obviously all of it's speculation at this point until Sony shares a little bit more detail. Um, out of the box, probably not. Uh, I mean, when you think most uh, charging cables, obviously, are USB cables, we would expect these ones to be USB-C chargeable. Uh, there is a lack of, uh, you know, USB ports on the PlayStation 5. There's, a, what, three, two or three on there? Not a lot, and most of them are going to be taken up for other things. So I think, really, there's only one port available to charge unless they have some kind of weird technology where you can string the things together somehow uh but I don't know how that would work uh, I think um if you want to charge both of them at once uh you're going to have to do it just the same way that you did this last generation right by third party accessories
0: yeah uh it's it is funny that like this isn't even something I think of because I um you know, especially with the with the PlayStation Move controllers, when you are charging two two of something at the same time, uh, you know, it's one thing to have like a Dual Sense or a um or or like a Dual Shock Four or something like that, and it's like okay, well, you know, you only use one of those at a time. It's like just there's a cord hanging out of your PlayStation. You just jam the cord in, and like you know, you use a different controller while uh, while that one's charging, or you just charge it overnight or whatever the deal is. But yeah, to have two at the same time, uh, I mean, the only frame of reference I have on this is the uh, are, are the Move controllers. And since day one, I've had charging stations for those where you just like it's got a little base and you go you put both of them in, the little red light starts blinking, you know that they're both charging. Um, are you gonna buy this is this this is something I've been thinking about a lot. Are you gonna buy a second set of sense controllers to for with your PlayStation VR two so that when you're charging your sense controllers, you have sense controllers to play with? I feel like this is gonna get real fucking expensive real fast.
1: Yeah, I I would expect, and I'm going to be very disappointed if I can't uh, get enough battery life out of these things to make it through an all day play session. And um, typically, you don't spend that kind of you know time in VR that, that battery life becomes an issue. Uh, so I, I think it would be a bit of a cost cutting um, move on Sony's part if if these uh, if these controllers can't stand up to uh to, to everyone's play span so uh no i'm not going to buy any more controllers for it and not until a year later when the thumbsticks start to go bad right
0: well <laughs> yeah for sure uh yeah that's that's the last thing we need is drift in vr right um
1: God, it's terrible. <sighs> yeah could you I imagine did... all, all these people uh all these people says yes no more move drift, and then, like, three <laughs> months later, all of a sudden, it starts all over again.
0: We we finally get analog sticks on our controllers, and they're busted. <laughs> uh fuck, dude. That, that would be the worst-case scenario, uh, although oh, I'm sure suck, a, a new worst-case scenario uh, could always appear. Um, yeah. yeah, man. So, Well, I mean, so I guess, you know, like, earlier in the show, we were just talking about, like, 12-hour live streams. I don't expect I don't expect any sense controllers to last for a twelve hour live stream. You know, like maybe six, eight hours, something like that, at best. Uh, And uh, and which kind of so to be able to swap them during in the middle of a live stream. You know, like if I'm doing a twelve hour or longer live stream, uh, I definitely need another set to be charging, ready to go. Um, So uh, I think I will be buying two uh, an extra set of sense controllers uh, for occasions such as that and just to make sure that i'm always swapping them out and always having a fresh pair ready to go which i've never been a fan uh never been a fan of batteries in controllers because just like i feel like it's just wasteful i like being able to plug a controller in and just have charge up ready to go but i will say when my quest controllers die i love being able to just slide that thing because the, these things last fucking forever for me and they, do. they when last they,
1: forever that's that's why I'm so surprised to hear you say that you expect that the, the, uh, the new Sony controllers won't last forever because these are working on a single AA battery and, and the, the Sony controllers are going to have lithium ion batteries in them. I mean, the, the, I, I would expect that any kind of extra pull that the advanced haptics or adaptive triggers are going to demand that the, uh, that the increased battery I expect Sony will put in there will take care of that.
0: Well, I'd hope so, but like I've also had maybe just not the best luck with the with the DualSense controller, um, because so far, you know, like when I actually sit down and play a game, I feel like the batteries drain really, really fast. In that, um, you know, if I'm just if if the controller is just on and I'm just like occasionally hitting a button here or there for like Netflix or or Amazon kind of thing, obviously it lasts all day. But when I'm actually playing a game, and please, everybody in the chat, let me know uh, if I'm if I'm alone on this. I think. People's experience with the DualSense controller have been all over the place. Some people have had flawless experiences. Some people have had analog drift. Some people have had terrible uh, battery life. Let me know. Give me give me a rough estimate of how many how many game hours you get out of a DualSense, and and that'll give us some idea of what we should be expecting with our sense controllers.
1: Um, interesting. I've never ran mine. I've never ran mine completely dead. I have ran it extremely low. Uh, but I don't use it a lot, man. I don't use it a lot. I played Returnal a lot with it. Uh, but that's it. That's the only thing I've used it a lot on. And I, I did have some six and eight hour sessions in Returnal. Uh, and again, it ran very low, but I never, I, it never went dead on me.
0: That's good to hear. I, I, think, I think especially when I was playing Returnal, that's when I was like, oh, man, these things don't last very long. Uh, Lincoln Clay VR with $5 tips says, Wes, Brian, strangers in the house. Thank you so much for the tip. We appreciate your support. Excuse me. Thank you. All right, man. Uh, We'll keep, we'll keep an eye on the chat here. Zombie saying maybe three hours. Uh, Chris (laughs) says four to six hours. Um, Old Darth saying five or six hours. It's interesting. Like really was expecting to hear, you know, six or seven hours or or longer.
1: Sirens on my end this time. Uh, storm sirens so uh if i disappear you know what happened
0: we'll miss you a lot yeah,
1: yeah. i love you all that's that's Brian paul and i love you all
0: <laughs> all right man uh well let's, let's get this next story and it's the headline of our of our show today let's get this going here um you know what man why don't why don't you why don't you introduce the story? Because this story came from you. There would be no story today without you. Uh, And so please tell me where this information came from, how you came about it, and of course, what the story is.
1: Well, first of all, uh, I can't take all the credit on this. I can only take about this much of the credit because uh, the truth of the matter that this completely came from my co-host, Eric Masher, who also happens to be the uh, you know the admin of the Q2C group on on Facebook, uh, but over the last year to two years, Eric has become very close friends with uh, Dave Marsh, the creator of the Shadowgate franchise from every video game platform you've ever played. You know that Shadowgate. Um, but I guess we found out last year, late last year, maybe early this year, that. Uh, Dave uh, Marsh, the, the creator of Shadowgate, uh, won, wants to bring his VR version of Shadowgate, Shadowgate VR, The Minds of Mythrock, uh, to PlayStation VR 2. At the time we found out, we knew that he had a, uh, a dev kit on the way. Since then, we can confirm, again, 100% credit to Eric and Q2C on this one, uh, that Dave has his, his PS5. He has his PSVR 2 dev kit. And this Shadowgate VR series, Shadowgate VR series is coming to PlayStation VR two at some point in the future. So.
0: What's your uh, What's your history with Shadowgate? Are you uh, Do you go all the way back to the original game, or uh, have you been Have you meddled with the the different iterations throughout the
1: years? Uh, I, I'm familiar with it. Uh, I wouldn't say that I was a big Shadowgate fan before this title, this Minds of Mythrock. Uh, very aware of it. I, I played um, a, a couple of the early console titles way back when. I couldn't tell you much about them, um, but I, I do have vague memories of them. And, uh, you know, I, I have seems like I'm having more and more flashbacks the deeper I play into the minds <laughs> of Mythrock, uh, because there's th- this game uh, is unmistakably Shadow Game.
0: I mean, it is. I think most. I, I think most Shadowgate games begin the same, right? You're you're trapped in a, a cell, and you're just trying to like find your way out. Um, I, I do remember the Icom NES original. That's what I. Uh, I mean, I don't think it was originally on the NES. I think it was like the Mac or, Mac or something like that. Um, but I, that's where I played. I played it on the NES. Uh, very point and click adventure style game. Uh, And then I think the only other one I spent any significant amount of time with, which one that I absolutely love, was Beyond Shadowgate on the TurboGrafx-16, which very, very much looked like a Lucasfilm point-and-click adventure, looked like a Sierra point-and-click adventure. Um, And, uh, you know, endlessly dying, uh, walking around trying to solve puzzles, uh, you know, pointing and clicking at everything to find your way around uh, with some very, very cool animations. And then the N64 one is one that I've, like, spent five minutes with and been, been like, okay, this looks okay but i'd like to go back and actually play it someday uh right. have you played through all of We should, i guess we should probably be, we should probably clarify that shadowgate vr uh the Minds of mythrock uh is currently out on quest and pc yeah. is that
1: right yeah it came it came out for uh on quest and the game was originally developed for quest 2 uh, and it came out late last year uh, the game actually just released on Steam this past Thursday, so it's a brand new release on Steam right now. And there are upgrades, most of which are visual, of course. There's there's a better lighting. Uh, there's um, a lot more clarity and, and resolution. The stuff you expect, um, you know, on PC. It's a very good. Uh, it's a it's a very good uh, translation on, on the uh, PC VR hardware.
0: Nice. Uh, and have you, have you finished it on, uh, on PC or no?
1: I have not finished it. I have played, uh, pretty deep into it. I would say that I'm, I'm about halfway, about halfway into it. It's a pretty long game from what I understand, you know, eight to 12 hours, this one.
0: Interesting. All right. So this is, this is, this is directly, uh, I, I heard, see, I heard this game was only a couple hours long. Uh, so how many hours do you
1: have? Yeah, I've got 4 or 5 hours in it and uh, I'm nowhere near like the end of it. So All
0: right. Well, that's that's such a relief to hear because uh you know, uh, the first thing I did was so you sent me over a key today uh and so i so i was able to play it on quest and i and i got about an hour in and i was like okay this is this is interesting i feel it feels very tutorial like still like there was still tutorial things happening and i was learning how to do things learning how to use my magic wand and uh and really learning some of the puzzle solving mechanics and uh and then finding out and and doing a quick search online and and seeing people say that it's two hours long or three hours long Uh... it's like i i I was like this is i was like the I went from being kind of excited to see where the game goes next to being completely disenchanted with the entire thing. So finding out that it's way longer than I'm expecting it to be makes me very, very happy to hear.
1: Obviously uh, this game, um, while I wouldn't call it a pure puzzle game, it's very puzzle heavy and the puzzles do increase in complexity as you go through it. So obviously your mileage is going to vary. If you're, Mm -hmm. you're super quick at the puzzles, Uh, I mean, I could see the game swing hours based on how quickly you get through these puzzles because they're they're not just mental, they're, they're physical manipulation type puzzles. There's a lot that go into some of them. So, uh, it is going to obviously be wildly different for different people. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm four or five hours in on it right now. And I know of quite a bit of content, uh, that I've been told about that I haven't gotten to yet. So, you know, uh. I was under the impression it was eight to twelve hours. I would say I would be shocked uh, if it's you no, know, not at least six hours for most people.
0: Good, that that's fantastic to hear. Yeah. Uh, so you you'd, you'd mentioned when you first brought this up, you said uh, you said that this is just the first book in the Shadowgate saga. Uh, do we know anything about where this saga is heading? Are they just saying, okay, hey, we're going to release a whole bunch of games uh, in this series, uh, or um, uh, or is it kind of like just a mystery right now? They're saying. Oh, this is the first one. Uh,
1: I'm going, I guess I probably could have been a little more prepared for that question. Um, no, psh, come on, man. I, it's, it's, I it's Wednesday.
0: I, you're not you're I, not supposed to be prepared for Gamescast. That's stupid.
1: <laughs> I think specifically that this, uh, the, this series of games is being planned as a trilogy. Now, don't hold me to that. I could be wrong about that. But I, I do think that this is a, a, a threesome. And um, I know that the second... Uh, the the second installment is already under development for it. So uh, that, that's about the uh, extent of my knowledge with it.
0: Nice. Well, dude, I was I was super happy that I got to play it today to get some first impressions. Uh, and I and I really I really do like it so far. I'm 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 really enjoying myself. Like I said, I'm only an hour in. Uh really only um, Oh good, good. You're actually Mash daddy cool right now. This is good. I can't wait to see what the response is. Paying close attention to the chat. Uh you know, be to just it's, it's funny because pretty much the second you have control over your character, um, you're like, uh, what do I do? Like, immediately, you're like, what do I do? Um, and so they start you off with a puzzle. And every time you uh, <laughs> – Ian Stanford says, stop preparing, Wes. You're making Brian look bad. And I think we're all in agreement that that's the case. Um so yeah, they start you right off with a puzzle. So they make it make it very clear that yeah, you know, there's there's going to be some interesting stuff to do here. But it is definitely a puzzle game, uh, and and so far so good, man. I'm I'm really uh, I'm really thinking that this is, it, you know, an enemy comes along and you get to like blast it with fire, and i was like, that's cool, man. That gives me just enough action to make me feel like it's just not okay. Here's another puzzle. Okay, here's another puzzle. Um, and I do have some questions actually to ask you after the show is over because I don't I don't want anything to be a spoiler. Um, right. Uh, but what I, what I found inter- what it really interesting was that you have this companion named Odin, who's like a raven, I believe, and uh, who talks to you, kind of incessantly. Um, oh, it is a trilogy. Thank you. See, look at that man. It's like we should just get Eric up here and clarify the
1: whole thing for us. Um, he would be much better at this than I am. I can tell you that. <laughs>
0: But Odin, Odin's this raven that's uh, that's that's flying alongside of you and, and talking quite a bit. So if you know if you just want people to shut the fuck up in VR games, like you're going to be out of luck on this one. Although there are some options, like you can turn off Odin's hints entirely, uh, and there's even an option to turn off Odin's sarcasm. Um, so if you just want the bird to shut up and only talk when necessary, uh, there's there's options for that. Um, and, and I and I thought that some of the puzzle solving mechanics, having to like dive into. Uh, Odin's vision and, and see what things look like from Odin's perspective, it's like sort of like re- almost it's almost like detective vision, right? Where you can reveal things in the environment that you can interact with that you wouldn't have no- noticed normally. Um, that seems like it's just ramping up now, and I'm really curious to see where they take that. Um, but yeah, I'm, it's, it's, it,
1: it, it becomes integral to some of the puzzles that you encounter. Like uh, unless you're just uh, like my my good friend Roots and decide the trial and error your way through everything like uh <laughs> how far did you make it brian i'm curious to, to know how far did you get
0: uh so i, I don't know if uh, okay so there were giant spiders that was a thing um and i will tell you I, I got further than that i got i got probably a couple puzzles further than that um so did
1: you make it to the, the to the spike bridge
0: no i have not seen a bridge uh, i i got okay. to a place where spikes could fall on your head
1: okay i know exactly where you're at. Just okay. a little bit further after that, uh, you're going to come to a uh, a very long bridge um, that, you know, it, it's trap panels. There, there's it's probably hundreds of panels make up this bridge, and some of them are traps. <laughs> and uh, our good friend Roots <laughs> filed and aired his way across the whole thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. Uh, Rather than just it. figuring
0: out the puzzle, just said, well, I'll try this. And right. if I die, then try this and I'll die. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't, he, he wasn't thinking outside the box. Uh, but Eric, uh, confirms in the chat that this game is, uh, or his playthrough was eight hours on this game. So
0: Braxbro in the chat says too bad. There's no turn off sarcasm button on games cast. Uh, Brax, we, huh. we, ch- we try that. And, uh, in in and, and all YouTube blocked every single uh, comment. Uh, in the chat, and the show ended up being two and a half minutes long, so it really was just no fun for anybody. Turn that off, and there's nothing, nothing left. Um, is, 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 can you can you sell me, uh, can you sell me on anything? Like, uh, can you sell me on this game further than what I've what I've seen? Without obviously without spoiling anything, uh, is 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 yeah. there is there reason for people to be super excited for this game? Like, uh, you know, especially like what could potentially be uh, an enhanced, a visually enhanced version, or or one with you know uh psvr2 capabilities uh, when the-
1: well well um obviously uh dave being an og in, in the in the games industry is going to come up with creative ways to use the uh the specific features that are coming along with psvr2 uh but with that said uh i think the best way i can sell it to all of them is to point out that you're here basically at the end of a tutorial of a quest game a game that was developed for quest by a first-time vr developer and it's pretty solid right it's pretty fun so far even though you really haven't even gotten into it yet it's already pretty fun and how does it look brian how would you say the game looks for a quest game
0: dude so you know i give the quest a hard time right like that's sort of like what i do around here (laughs) like that's it says it on my business card psvr enthusiast and and quest to basher you know um (laughs) and i I do give credit where credits do though uh and and there are certain quest games that i love okay i'm done defending myself but um yeah no when, when i when i jumped into this the first thing i thought was oh like this is this is better looking than most quest games i've played it's not like it's not red matter level right it's it's not that like wow what the fuck are they like what kind of like mad programming skills do they have over at like Protocol Robot? But it's 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 definitely a step up from uh, from most of the Quest games that I've seen. I, th- I think this has a very good style, uh, artistic design, and um, and, I, and I hope you don't mind me taking it a step further. But it felt very intuitive to play. Uh, like when it was like okay, yeah. you know, like there's a button that just pops up your inventory, you grab the thing out of it, and you're like, oh, the button, the inventory disappears. And it's like it just. Like I, I usually, it takes me like an hour to start remembering the buttons I have to push to, to do certain things, and this just felt very intuitive. Um, you know, even like holstering your shield and holstering your uh, magic wand, it all just it all felt very very natural. It's like they they just the developer knew what he was doing, or that what is I'm assuming this is a team of people it can't just be yeah the, yeah the yeah. Dude.
1: It's a, yeah it's a team it's a team joy uh, for okay. sure, uh, and uh, for what it's worth it, it is a team that listens to the community and iterates upon the games. And this game has had uh, a few patches since it launched last year. So uh, it is important to note that. Uh, But the reason why I ask is because I was pretty impressed here, man. We always kind of go forward with this idea that first-time VR devs are kind of, you know, learning their way as they go uh, when it comes to VR game development. Uh, and, And then here we have a guy that's, again, never developed a VR game but is a, is a industry veteran at making video games games guys made dozens of games. And it just goes to show that talent's talent. And some of these OGs, when they come into VR, they're going to know tricks that even like seasoned VR developers aren't going to know. Uh, So the quality level actually was very high on this one from the get go, even at launch on quest, it was impressive visually and how it played. And uh, it really kind of changed my perspective as to what we can expect from first time vr developers you know they're not all equal i guess is what i should be saying
0: yeah absolutely so what we're trying to say is this game's pretty cool and uh and just and just one more like if you saw my recent video uh the one i put up before i went on vacation it was every confirmed uh playstation vr2 game that's in development uh and just to be super clear about that that's every confirmed game so games like that we know are just coming like like gran turismo 7 uh would would not be on that list. It's just it hasn't been confirmed by anybody yet. Uh, so, um, yeah, this is just you know that that list of PlayStation VR two games just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and longer and longer and longer. Uh, and, uh, and 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 we're still so far away from launch that by the time we get to the PlayStation VR two launch, I think we're gonna we're gonna see some really really interesting titles hit this thing. And so you know any any time we get a new an, an announcement. Uh, or if uh, you know, anytime Wes, you know, digs up some information on uh on another game that's coming, we certainly want to let you know. And but and if we're able to play it in any way, shape or form, uh, and let you know whether you should be excited about it, uh, we're gonna do that too. And that's exactly what we did today. Um for anybody who doesn't have a quest, doesn't have a PC VR, uh, I, I do think this one's uh pretty good, especially for the price. Uh twenty five dollars currently, uh and again finding out that it's more than you know, just a few hours long. Certainly a uh, certainly a very very good thing.
1: Uh, I know you're going to want to shelf it and, and and wait to play it, but I suggest you at least put a couple more hours into it. So just so you know, just so Dude, you know how how good it gets when it
0: when it comes to quest ports. <laughs> I don't I don't think I'm going to want to shelf anything. Uh, I think I think I'd like to be able to have this under my belt. And so when it does come out for PSVR2, like I'll already know all the puzzles and I'll be able to you know hopefully blast through it. You guys know my 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 brain is mush. Um, so hopefully I'll remember most of it uh, and I'll be able to blast through it and uh, and have a review out soon enough. because uh, th- there's gonna be so many I don't know if there's gonna be a PSVR2 launch title um, but uh, I think there's just gonna be so 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 many games on PSVR2 over the first six, eight 12 months that like we're just gonna, I'm gonna to do everything in my power to like get ahead of the game and if I can if this is one of the games I can play now and get ahead of the game, yeah, fantastic.
1: Really quick, a couple of comments. Uh, first of all, Alex says Brian just sold me a Quest game. <laughs> well, just so you know, Alex, uh, it's awesome on Quest. It's also out on on Steam. So, uh, and, and it is cross-buy enabled on Oculus as well. So, if you have both, you can play it both by buying it on Oculus. Uh, yeah. Also, in but...
0: Alex and Alex, like honestly, fucking great. I'm I'm really really happy. Like I do feel as though like we are in this really weird time for VR where it's you know like nothing's moving forward very much. And so when there is a fun game like this to play, uh you know some something that like Wes and I both uh can can get behind big time. Um I say do it right. And so that way when PSVR2 rolls around, it's like all right well I've got this game I've already played this one. I can move on to something like Village. I can move on to something like Horizon Call of the Mountain. Um so I I'm very very happy uh, if you if you play it now man that makes a lot of sense to me.
1: Yeah, it's nice. It's an outlier in the Quest catalog. As you know, it's nice to to find these gems that have a little meat on them, and instead of being like a cartoony party game, which you know are a dime a dozen in the Quest library, these types of full fledged story campaigns are uncommon uh, on Quest. So, when you find a good one, you should buy it. Yeah. Um, also, wanted to point out that John Tatum says, Wasn't the developer from the original Shadowgate? of the shadowgate vr team and that is absolutely correct dave marsh the creator of shadowgate is the head developer on shadowgate vr he's also the person who gave us permission to share all of this with you today through again uh my co-host eric so shout out to dave big thank you to him big thank you to eric who by the way is celebrating the 35th anniversary of shadowgate over on q2c his facebook group all month long and they're giving away stuff constantly over there and i don't just mean like the crap they're giving away like specially made um merch for the event stuff you can't buy you know collector stuff t-shirts uh they had coins minted they made wands they have all kinds of cool stuff they're giving it away all month long q2 cvr gamer um thanks eric for letting us share this with the game today.
0: big time thank you eric uh johnny arbor says when's the next top 25 debate
1: there I've has... been wondering that myself, actually, Brian.
0: Well, I mean, there's a couple things going on, right? Um, let's. So, it sounds like we want it to be an epic event. We want it to be like you know, because as much fun as it is for uh, to watch me and AJ uh, whittle away at our friendship for four hours, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's way it'd be way more fun to get more hosts involved, and I and I think that we're we're all kind of on the same page, where like if we can do a special. Episode and we can find a day that everybody has free because uh, these things take forever. We want it to be. We kind of want harder. it to be a top fifty debate, and uh, and if we can get myself and AJ and Wes and Miles all on the screen at the same time, and we all come to the table with our own top twenty five debates, like, like holy shit, like what? But that's but that's sort of like <sighs> to it's me. That's kind of a like a two
1: parter, an... Brian. It's got to be a two parter. There's no way we do that in one sitting. No way.
0: I, I see that as a challenge, Wes.
1: <laughs> all right, bro. I'm up for it. You know me. I did 14 hours last year, bro. I'm down.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I I, I feel like, you know, especially if it's top 50. So I And, and I could be totally wrong about this because I'm kind of wrong about everything all of the time. But when it comes to a top 50 list, it's way more room to get everybody's picks in, right? Because cause for me, the biggest thing about a top 25 list isn't really the order of things, except for when Resident Evil 7 isn't number one. uh which by the way is a big reason why I need you here with me Wes. I need your support. Shh. But 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 I don't really care about the order so much. I just want I just want all of the games that I want uh, on the list to be represented. And it, and it always feels like kind of a kind of kind of lame when you just have to throw them into the honorable mentions. And so when it comes to top 50, which I think we're going to do next time, uh, it's at least most people's games are going to get on the list. And then we just have to sort of figure out We then we just have to figure out the order, Um, and I don't think I don't think I don't I don't think we between the three of us or the four of us as it would be that we care all too much about the order from twenty five to fifty. Like we'll 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 be happy the games are on the list, and with a little debating, you know, we'll kind of get them in the correct order. um, But I don't think we're going to be like at each other's throat for that. And then 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 there we are uh, for the top twenty five again, which always takes forever. But there's also tiebreakers now is when it's just me and AJ yelling at each other it's like well we eventually we just have to go to the chat right but with you and Miles Here's there Here's the thing yeah
1: it's still it's still an even number Brian. four it is. four is still an even number
0: it is um but but i but i do it gives us a lot more uh right. a lot more flexibility um we'll see we'll, we'll see how it all goes down uh, i my i what i would hate and I, and, I, and i swear this is going to wrap up that conversation um what i would hate is if um is if we did we did this top top 50 debate we made this epic event out of it it takes 12 hours to get the list done uh and then like something like dash dash world or undead citadel came out the next day or the next week or the next month and we'd be like fuck how do we how do we shove that into the list like this this i really want this to kind of be like a a, a, you know kind of an overview of the psvr one's entire lifespan So we're gonna wait a few more months. We're gonna see, you know, if we get any more release dates or how that all goes down, uh, and then kind of take it from there. So I think it's gonna be a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, just think if we had done this thing when I came on your channel, we would never have like fungus in my garden to to put in there. Yeah. Such a
0: fucking terrible game. Such a terrible game. All right, man. Well, you know what time it is? It is time for PSVR 20 questions. I will be the host this time. I've chosen a game, not very random. And uh, I'm going to put six minutes up on the clock, Clock kind of the way that Jeremy likes it. Uh, and Dude, Wes and all the cats out there, dude, really help this guy out. Help this guy out. Offer Offer up some good questions that he can ask. And with every question that gets answered, Certainly put your put boy. game you think it might be in the chat. Help them out, give them some great ideas. Um it's not easy to be in the hot seat. Not at all. And I could I could never do this without the cats. Uh are you ready?
1: Yeah, I have moved the chat into my direct field of view, Brian. <laughs> we are ready.
0: That's awesome. All right, let me put up the let me put the clock up and go.
1: Uh does this game support moves?
0: It does support the moves.
1: Does this game support Dual Shock?
0: It does not support the Dual Shock.
1: So, moves? To, well, I mean, let's go for the trifecta. Does it support aim?
0: Does not support the aim controller. All
1: right. So, moves only. Okay. We got that. Um, does this game belong to an existing franchise?
0: No. Nope.
1: No. Um, okay. Okay. Um, Multiplayer? No, that's five. No multiplayer. So single player, move controller. Does the game have full locomotion?
0: It does not have full locomotion.
1: Does not have full locomotion. I see. Um, is this game? Do you prime? Is this primarily a shooter game? No. So it's not a shooter game. Is it a puzzle game? Yes. All right, so uh, a puzzle game, no full locomotion, moves only. Hmm, I see. Uh, Is this game exclusive to PlayStation VR? No. No, does it have a flat-screen counterpart?
0: No, and that's 10.
1: So 10. This is a VR-only game, um, puzzle game, that uses move controllers only. Uh, not from an existing franchise, so it can't be The Room, right? Because The Room is part of a franchise. And uh, it is... Uh... All right, so it doesn't have a flat-screen counterpart. This is a VR game on multiple um, multiple platforms. No full locomotion. So you're teleporting node-to-node on this one. Uh, people in the chat, can you tell me... Um, I think shadow point has full locomotion. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Shadow point doesn't have full locomotion on PlayStation, but it had it on, on the other platforms. As I recall. Um, hmm. Is this game on Oculus quest? Brian? Yes. So this game is on quest. It's not zing, which I'm not sure if that game had locomotion or not. It did. Um, uh has this game had a sequel announced to it at this point? Not to my knowledge. No, so it's not red matter, uh, Rody. Um so what does that leave? Um Well, I mean is this game narrated by Sir Patrick Stewart?
0: This game is narrated by Sir Patrick Stewart.
1: <laughs> there we go, Brian. Uh <laughs> is this game Shadow Point? This game is
0: Shadow Point. You, gotta, you always got to play the meta game uh, because this was developed by Coat Sync. Uh, and, right, right, right,
1: right.
0: yep, yeah, no full locomotion on PlayStation VR. What the hell is going on there? <laughs> but
1: Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Well, there's no thumbsticks, Brian, so they can't do full locomotion, right? Obviously.
0: Obviously, no one has ever done full locomotion without thumbsticks, obviously. Um, yeah, ter- terribly disappointing because I, I actually really enjoyed this game on Quest. Uh, and I had a lot of fun with it, but with, with, with weirdly placed load screens uh, and, uh, and and in teleportation only, uh, it kind of killed the immersion. I was so happy to see it come over like at full resolution. Like there was no blur at all. It looked super crisp and clear. It was beautiful. Uh, and then I had to teleport everywhere. I was so disappointed. <laughs> God damn.
1: Yeah, that that's kind of suck. You, you know, the, again, coat sink, I don't think this was this their first VR game. I don't know. I don't think so. I want to say no. I don't think I don't so.
0: Have... Were were they responsible for Esper?
1: I want yeah, to say, Esper yeah. Code sync made Esper, uh,
0: and I think that might have been their first VR game. But I could be wrong on that so, too.
1: So, so my point exactly. Sometimes, uh, you know, it, good a good dev is a good dev, and a bad one is a bad one, right? And like, really, we're doing twenty teleport in twenty twenty two teleport only. Come on, guys, you can right. do it better.
0: Right, great for people who need it. Great to have the option. We love, you know, options for everybody, accessibility, all that stuff. Um, but man, most of us, most of us, I'm assuming most of us, uh, want want the games to be as immersive as possible, and we want full locomotion. And uh, and holy crap, man, I don't know where these fucking loading loading screens came from either. But uh, but just at the absolute worst possible time, those loading screens pop up, and it's just a mess. So
1: kind of what killed Abduction too, right? Something oh. like that.
0: Yeah, teleport only. Although, and every couple teleports, it's like quick load screen. Like really?
1: Although I heard, I heard that they they fixed abduction. I haven't tried it on the PSVR since it got the update. It got uh, better, but it was, a, but it was still it was a, a mess. Marked improvement on PC. Uh, like, it's really yeah. good on PC. Yeah, well, that's good.
0: do Do you have uh, do you have full locomotion on PC? Abduction? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. still absolutely. You know, it's not on PSVR uh, after really? after wow. the update. was still teleport only. Uh still pretty boring. Uh, and, uh, and, and yeah, even though it wasn't, there wasn't a load screen, like every three or four steps, then it was a load screen every six or seven steps. it was like,
1: well, what, well, what yeah. it is uh, with quick turning and teleport, it's uh it's a cheap way, uh, not to have to optimize for performance because it's a lot harder on a, a graphics processor to deal with smooth motion, you know. Graphically, it, typically you'll get micro stutters and things like that if you have free movement. So devs that don't want to deal with that, they'll just knock down your movement options instead of making it run properly. So that that's the reason why that, yeah. uh, a lot of these devs go to these options.
0: And, you know, the funny thing is, is I've heard that before. I've heard that from other developers. But at the same time, I've heard the complete opposite from other developers saying, hey, Oh, Brian, I heard you say this on the show today. I just wanted to let you know that's not true at all. And I'm like, oh, oh, well, then interesting <laughs> but just really hoping that we're done with all this nonsense man on psvr2 it's like next generation of consoles or next generation of vr hardware couldn't get here uh any sooner man like this is this is the most this, this is going to be a huge upgrade for everybody and uh and having analog sticks and having the playstation 5 uh, power everything man i'm just yeah kramer 3k says can we make it can we get to 100 likes in the last few minutes Come on, guys. Thank you. My, just because Miles isn't here doesn't mean you shouldn't be hitting the like button. Right? Like, they, I rely on Miles for all that. this social media stuff. But, like, come on, man. It's like, show your support. Do your thing.
1: Why don't click they click. like me, Brian? Uh, no. I love you guys. I, Plus, I, you know, like I just you. I'm That's terrible. I'm terrible. I'm terrible at reminding people to do stuff like that. Like, I barely remember to tell people to subscribe. By the way, subscribe and ring the bell so that you can be notified next time Brian goes live. Here on
0: without parole That's right. And don't forget to uh don't forget to subscribe to Wes Dillon and his friends over at Virtual Strangers. Uh again, really, before we got Wes over here it was one of the few uh other VR channels I watched, uh, because, well, I just find so many people intolerable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but thank, thank you guys you, so much to everybody who kept, helps the channel run uh, obviously sci-fi game get henry and Jamieow uh doing god's work out there don't forget you can listen to this pod uh listen to this audio Style on podcast services of your choice, uh, and of course, timestamps will be up um, sometime late tonight for the show. Of course, all of our uh, all of our moderators doing God's work, uh, not just here during the show, but over on Discord as well. As click the link in the description below, join our Discord, be part of the best PSVR community there is, and that community is only going to get bigger and better uh, as PSVR two gets closer and closer. Uh, that's it, man. Let's get out of here. This 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 West Day has been. Uh, it has been a good reintroduction back from vacation. Uh, love hanging out with you guys. So it's the, it's the best way I could possibly ask to spend any of my days. <sighs> thank you, everybody who helps the channel run. Thank you to everybody who uh, helped Wes get to Shadow Point, and uh, and of course, thank you to everybody who sat sat back, watched the show, didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there too. And we love you just as much. Let's get out of here. Later. Yo, okay, so spoilers. <laughs> I, I want everybody to be aware that this, this this conversation could have spoilers. Okay? So if you don't want anything in Shadowgate VR spoiled for you, you may want to stop watching or listening now. Do I get anything other than fire in Shadowgate VR? Oh. Uh, you one,
1: you, you didn't know. prepare for the show? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I did not prepare for the show. Uh, I have not. I, I have yet to get. I think you do. I think you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm still on fire one myself. So, all right. Yeah, I don't know that. That
0: works for me. No spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, don't forget, guys. As Braxboro said, play more Sewer Shark. Se- Sega CD doesn't get enough love. Good night, everybody. We love y'all. <laughs>